We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. DJ Rock Lobster is also in the house. Uh, did you like your lobster presents? I did. I, I'm, uh, I love it. What are we calling this? Just like a little, uh, you know, window decoration? Well, that is a magnet. That's oh, it what is. we call it. Oh, so can I ask you this? <laughs> the, I mean, does the, uh, the lobster, I, there's a lobster in a, like a sort of a ceramic pot. It's, well, I was thinking a lobster in a pot, but it's actually a shot glass. See all these things. I needed explanations. Thank you. Can Donna. you hold it up so I can see it, Robert? Yeah, sure. It's real cute. Um, real. I, I oh, thought maybe they went together, cute. but you're saying no, they're two separate gifts. They're so two what you're saying gifts. is you bought that's me awesome. two things. You Donna. betcha, I wow. did. And Steve, I got you nothing. Good. Huh. What? You what? broke up there. I lost connection. <laughs> you, say you, got you should me? be buying me stuff. Donna, what? what? You just no, went to the car. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music with Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Sorry, Steve. It's okay. Do you like that I changed the name of our show grid to Tip? So you mean the shared Google document that we all put the show together? <laughs> mm-hmm. We can do it from anywhere, anytime. And it used to say Donna and Steve. Uh huh. And now you named it Tip. Okay. I-, I didn't do it on purpose. Somebody just changed it again. I went to write Tipsy. <laughs> Who just changed it? <laughs> Rocco. Oh, can you see what it's called? It just changed. It's in my, I have it up there in my windows, and Rocco just changed it because he's a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Donna told me this. Uh, no, stop it. No, knock it off. Okay. Why'd you do that, Donna? I don't, I started to write tipsy to put a tip in for our show coming up after the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, and apparently it just changed the entire name of the show. I didn't even know we could do that. I didn't either. You think I know how this stuff works? No, Everything's no, an accident. Absolutely. All right, I do have some music news. Uh, American Idol trio, Simon Cowell, Paula Abdul, and Randy Jackson, put the band back together for a day to support Kelly Clarkson and her new star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, hello, how welcome. sweet that the OG judges joined the show's very first winner. This happened yesterday. And it's pretty cool. He Simon called out Paula for pulling up late to the whole shebang. Obviously going back to playing with one another, making light. Oh, yeah. um, and they were just wanted to really support her. That's so, cool. That's a, that's a fun Walk of Fame ceremony to go to. And of course, Kelly Clarkson has since become 
not just a you know huge pop star, but also an Emmy Award winning talk show host. And now 20 years later, she's getting the Hollywood star with her judges by her side. Yay! Uh, boy, could she have guessed 20 years ago? And in 20 years, right. you will have a talk show, like a major amazing? daytime talk show. Amazing. Congratulations to her. She's so likable. Everybody Quick follow-up. Any mention of uh, Hollywood Chamber of Commerce representative LaRon Googler, who oversees the <laughs> Walk of Fame festivities? Not one mention. Oops. Not one Did bit. Did somebody just change the name of our grid again? I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know where you see the name of it. I don't even know where it says I the name it. of it. Just go click on the grid. Open up the grid. It is. I'm looking at the left. grid. Top I got, left. I got no name. Top left. Top left. Top oh. right left. <laughs> you can rename that thing all the time. Should we just say what it is? If you want to. We are now Butt Doctor. <laughs> that is the name of our show. Thank you. Hey, did you guys know about this? Did you talk about this while I was gone? Mariah Carey releasing the alternative rock album that no. she recorded back in 95? No, I would love to hear how this sounds. Me it too. Sounds, it seems like it just would not work. Like a mashup not meant to be, but maybe. I cool. wonder if there we have any sound, any samplings in our show they, audio. Yeah, they're just teasing us with the news. Well, the name of the album was called Someone's Ugly Daughter, and her label refused to release it. So she brought in a friend named Clarissa Dane to re-record all the vocals, and it was released under the band name Chick. It didn't do very well. It was forgotten about. And so Mariah recently located the original version with her vocals, and she plans on sharing it with the world. That'll be really interesting to hear. I hope it's not embarrassing. Because her voice is so clean. You know, yes. it's clear. You know what yes. I'm saying? There's not like a rasp to it. Agreed. So, mm. yeah, I wonder how that's all going to shake out. Me too. Oh, no. Thank you. But I'd like to listen to it. Maybe she could do a mashup with Chad Kruger mm. of Nickelback. Mm. Nickelback and uh, Creed have both been in our show today. Yeah. It's, isn't that interesting that it's kind of like one comes with the other in the cycle of news? That's what it feels like. Here I have, okay, so this is the band, The Chick. Wait, so the album is called Someone's Ugly Daughter. Yes. The band is called Chick. Here's the song Malibu. This is not her vocals. Okay. So, awesome as that kind of have like a school project vibes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's got some project down and dirty rock band vibes. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> does. <laughs> it totally does. Totally does. And don't forget about project down what and dirty by the guys. Guys, are we You know we've really screwed ourselves here with project down and dirty. How so? In that we requested a specific location that we might have to do a full overnight shoot. Not that sounds full fun on overnight. Pay, full overnight, Donna. No, come on. How long is it going to... Then we might as well just do the whole thing. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Do we just burn through this sun biatch in one night? Right. And then we're just like going to lunch every day. Yes. <laughs> that would be amazing. And then are we going to merge the scripts? There were, they wrote a script. Our uh, The the Shocks uh-huh. wrote a script. Mm-hmm. And then Rocco wrote sort of like an outline for one that they're they have similarities and differences i think there's some nice weaving that will be able to be done there is a particular payoff in rocco's script that i found particularly enjoyable 
Well, we got that meeting today at 1230. We'll hammer some stuff out. Yeah, no for sure. And by that. the way, don't forget, um, just for everybody else, um, Project Down and Dirty Film Fest is presented by David at First Equity Mortgage. And so it's basically a reality show on the radio that takes place from the 27th through the 30th. This year, it's going to be at Showplace Icon Theaters in the West End, and tickets are on sale. Are, are we still good for tickets? Yeah, I talked to Brooke yesterday. There was maybe like nine VIP passes left. Otherwise, uh, you could still get a seat for the other Yeah, September screenings. 30th. It's a Friday, and you could see our short films that were written, produced, and starring. Uh, you're, you're my talk hosts and their film mentors. So... Really cool. There's different screening times available, too. And this is all for charity. Twin Cities Film Fest, Alexandra House, One Heartland, and Face to Face. So put it on your calendar September 30th. Thank you. I mean, we're 10 days away, yo. So I don't, I can't. Just stop it. I can't think You're about gonna that. You're going to be a, so fun to work with. I can't wait for this. Oh, yeah, Thank you. I appreciate that, guys. I know. Can I go? No, yes. no, 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 wait, wait, no. What we, All right, so fine. We, 10, 11, we're on until right, noon today. Fine. How about this? We have a few other things that we would like to get to. Um, the Queen's favorite way to eat scrambled eggs has been revealed. Should we try it? Also, I briefly talked about this yesterday. I had a pancake fail. The Queen has a pancake recipe that's going viral. I'll explain what's in that. So we'll do a little uh, Queen-related food news when we return. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Donna and Steve at your service on my talk 107.1, where talk is fun. Hey, Donna, I mentioned earlier I was at the Minnesota Broadcasters Hall of Fame over the weekend, and I spoke with someone. I, I said this on the radio yesterday, but I wanted you to know, because you know I have fear of two men in this building Mm -hmm. and i spoke with one of them for the very first time ever in my life wow at the minnesota broadcasters hall of fame his name is patrick roycey and he talked to you he did he was near and then i was like hey we started chatting and i was like you know i've never really like introduced myself i'm steve patterson and blah 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 and then we started chatting and um and it was great and it was, we had a good time. We were shooting the breeze, shared some laughs. We're freaking boys now. What do you want me to do, Donna? Nothing, I'm sorry. I'm glad Roycey you made new friends. Me. Okay, I made a new friend. Cool. Rocco, you ever talked to Roycey? For sure. We uh, we shared a common uh, mutual friend, uh, the late Dark Star, so we kind of bond on that. Mm, but yeah. yeah, I can see why. I mean, he's a cranky, cantankerous sports reporter guy, you know, mm-hmm. columnist. I can see why you're a little scared of him. I also have <laughs> the fear of the souche, Um, until I saw his um, bright orange car, and I thought, oh, maybe this guy is kind of a, a softy. Really? Oh. I Well, I... I saw Roycey and Sushre once at the end of a long hallway, and it was just the only... I could only walk forward or jump out of a window. And I just continued (laughs) walking forward, and I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And they were talking to each other. And then I just sort of, excuse me, stepped by and continued on. That's probably best. But anyway, I've uh, I've talked to Roycey, and next on my list, Sush, Sushre. Okay. Maybe they could have me as a guest on Garage. All right, now you're just getting crazy. All right, um, let's do this. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! It is breakfast food fit for a queen. Okay, so you and I both have different breakfast foods that the queen liked. Mine has a a couple of unique ingredients in it. 
Okay. So there's a nutritionist who's like hitting the headlines after sharing this scrambled eggs recipe reportedly beloved by Queen Elizabeth II. Uh, Lee Holmes is her name and or re whatever. She received this royal recipe from an unnamed friend who happened to cook for Her Majesty. OK, this was several years ago. And there are two, like I said, unusual ingredients. So while Queen Elizabeth really uh, appeared to, she preferred a more experimental approach when it came to her eggs. She enjoyed them seasoned with nutmeg and lemon. Oh. So. I don't know about that. Hmm. 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 I think of eggs as more savory nutmeg getting involved and then an acid with lemon. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it works. It feels peculiar to me. Let's do it. I mean, we're a morning show. Why don't we have these eggs tomorrow? Okay. Three organic eggs, a tablespoon of milk into a bowl, whisk away. You pour the mixture into the pan with a tablespoon of butter. And then just before the eggs are set, you do lemon zest, lemon zest. And nutmeg hmm. on low heat. Hmm. No? Just before they're served. Correct. Thank you. What do you got? I've got the Queen's recipe for pancakes, or what she calls drop scones. It's sort of gone viral. Uh, this I saw on the pioneerwoman.com. Never mm-hmm. heard of it? The recipe was first shared by Queen Elizabeth in a letter to President Dwight Eisenhower back in 1960. The original letter and recipe, which is available in the National Archives, reveals that the queen served the pancakes, which again she called drop scones, to Eisenhower and his wife Mamie when they visited the queen at her castle in Balmoral, which incidentally is where she passed away. She wrote, Dear Mr. President, seeing a picture of you in today's newspaper standing in front of a barbecue grilling quail reminded me that I had never sent you the recipe of the drop scones, which I promise you at Balmoral. I hope you will find them successful. Here is what she says. These quantities are for 16 people. When there are fewer, I generally put in less flour and milk, but use the other ingredients as stated. The mixture does need a great, mixture does need a great deal of beating while making and shouldn't stand about too long before cooking. Here's what you got. Now think, I just made pancakes and kind of screwed them up. Four teacups, we'll have to figure that out. Okay. <laughs> four teacups of flour, four tablespoons of castor sugar, two teacups of milk, Teacup. two whole eggs, two teaspoons of baking soda, three teaspoons cream of tartar, hmm. and two tablespoons of melted butter. Okay, so those. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Already that's more ingredients than I would typically put into pancake mix, even if I was, you know, making it from scratch. It says beat the egg sugar and about half the milk together, add flour, mix well together, and then add the remainder of the milk as required. Also, the bicarbonate or baking soda and cream of tartare. 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 Fold in the melted butter. Tartare. It ends, uh, let's see, she th- the Pioneer Woman Reed Drummond thinks that one teacup equals approximately three quarters of a cup. So that's like three cups of flour, one and a half cups of milk. Heat the griddle, drop the batter by the spoonful, and then just like with pancakes, when they start to bubble up, flip to the other side, cook until they are golden. Interesting. Yeah. That's an interesting uh, flour, sugar, milk, eggs, baking soda, cream of tartare, and melted booter. That just sounds like pancakes. The cream of the the cream of tartar, of tartar. The baking soda? Are we putting baking soda in pancakes? I guess to get a little rise to help with that. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, okay. Julia Childs joins us now. What a Bye, pleasure. Right, whatever. Privilege. Forget it. Get a little rise. Forget it. It's also National Queso Day today for cheese lovers and String Cheese Day. They have they've put two cheese related holidays together not to be confused with holland days does that mean that our college of pop culture knowledge is, is going to be is it mm, cheese related mm, Rocco? no wait a second how did the ladies do and by the way shout out to elizabeth and kelly and shannon for filling in for me much yeah, appreciated had a lot of fun with of them. course um as of uh, today the score is 53 steve 46 donna sounds like they lost a few yeah, I think I won. I think I I won several. <laughs> you know, I like a listener suggestion to just stop keeping, keeping score. score. Hey, just, I love that one too. Yeah, because you never do keep score. The same the You're same fired. listener had some issues with the way we let the lifeline scenario it's work. It's pretty loose. And then yesterday, Steve got you know at the at the end of the buzzer, he's like, "Oh, I know what it is. It's Muppets Treasure Island." But, and I was like, yeah, that's after the buzzer. I mean, what but, are the rules here? Well, what are the rules? Because then am, aren't I allowed to talk it out with my right? I don't know. So it doesn't care. Should we bring no, in? The, the truth is they should be allowed just to change one answer. Mm. Not the entire. Did Ryan Purpich invent this game? Should we bring him? He in? didn't. I did. Oh, but well, he, then Donna would, is... he was a rules Nazi about it, though. He He would just be like, nope, you know. And you're just kind of like, hey, man. Well, yeah, because what is the deal? Why do we, you know. It's just seven minutes of every day. What do we, you know? Rocco? What do you do? What do you sand hourglass? What are you trophy <laughs> generation man? Everybody gets a trophy, bro. You're what's wrong, man, with this guess, game? Yeah, man. Well, you're right. Maybe we need to just hammer out the rules and have a rules committee. Maybe we just need to dump the game and replace it with something then else. We have to talk Guys, about stuff. For like no, now minutes. we're breaking stuff just because. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. it's this time. Is what it's been six years. Let's be done with it. I quit. No, people love this. <laughs> All right, email us. Do you want us to quit? No, no we're not. We don't culture. even listen to anybody. <laughs> no, the only people we listen to are, are when the, there's one that random agree email. with us. No, it's one random email, and then we all get all upset and say, well, maybe I shouldn't do Money Monday anymore.
Actually, there have been specific requests for me to not do that or to talk about <laughs> trees. But guys, I persist as a leader. Well, if it's not that, we're going to be talking about juice. Wow. Yeah. And working out. Got me. You know, you guys basically make me give you a diet watered down version of me on this show. That's the way we like it. When we come back, we'll play a game. 651-641-1071. Call now. College of Pop Culture Knowledge next. All right. Shall I hit the button while you take a call at 651-641-1071? Okay, then. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. All right, Rocco is on the line as we speak. Getting somebody who is It's a good one. It's a a regular. Okay. Um, I I don't even know where to begin. It's Rock and Robin. Nope, Rock and Robin. How you doing, guys? Uh, Robin, what it do? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, that's my girl. Welcome Uh, back, Donna. Thank you. It's good to be back. Yay. Robin, what's next in Tuesday's journey for you after this game? What awaits you? Uh, I start work at 1130. What line of work are you involved in? I work for Target. Oh, Mm. shout it out. Thank you. Shout it out, Target. Yeah, girl. I go to, I'm like in a Target. It feels like twice a week. I almost well, never want to tell I need a job, so okay. yeah, keep yeah, yeah, I will. Good point. Right. Yeah. Sorry, Donna wants you to be unemployed. She no, 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 I don't. I'm like. sorry. Well, That's okay. I want to be unemployed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> One thing you could buy, and Robin, do you know if I asked you where something was? Could you tell me what Isla it is? In? Is that your kind of... No, because unfortunately I work for the corporate. Okay, but I, okay, so. gotcha. But I know my store is pretty good. All right, well, if Not I wanted to buy some Hawaiian punch... Park or Noah, then I can help you. Well, today is National Punch Day, so if I wanted to buy some Hawaiian punch or uh, <laughs> what else? Who else makes punch these days? Juicy it's just juice. The Hawaiians. It's Ocean the juicy juice. Ocean spray. Yeah, Ocean Spray. Uh, Ocean what spray. aisle would he go to, Robin? I wouldn't know what aisle, but I would say where the pop and water is. Thank you. <laughs> well, today is National Punch Day. I decided to take it uh, this direction. Uh, I decided to go uh, iconic punches in uh, cinema. Oh wow! Uh, so I googled it and I looked. I found a list of famous punches in the uh, motion picture uh, universe, and I'm going to quiz oh Donna and Steve on three of those punches, and you're going to help uh, us uh, help them with one of the answers, or perhaps all three of the answers. We don't know the rules anymore. <laughs> Anyways, who do you think knows more about? punches in cinema donna or steve well i'm gonna go with donna girl because she needs some help and <laughs> yeah i don't know about that score thing you guys might want to drop that <laughs> all right Everybody fine score, whatever now kaylee's gonna be unemployed i mean you guys are putting unpaid kaylee out of work all right Sorry. whatever i'm gonna go over here okay. and then post something on instagram okay, okay there bye. goes steve there goes robin here it's just you and me donna okay uh, I've, uh, lined up three famous punches from the movies. Okay. And I'm going to quiz you on it. Are you yes. ready? Yes, sir. Who punches who? Or is it whom? I don't know. Outside the enchantment under the sea dance, oh, thus saving the day Mm-mm. in 1985's Back to the Future. Who punches who in, 
outside the dance in Back to the Future? I would say that Calvin, Michael J. Fox, Mm -hmm. punches his father. Okay. In what 1993 movie did weatherman Phil Connors punch insurance salesman Ned Ryerson? And that is Anchorman. And in what 1974 movie does Alex Karras as Mongo punch a horse in the face? Mm, um, uh, saddle. Uh, back to the, uh, the Blazing Saddles. See, now does that answer count yes, or not? I don't know. it was know. right. I started it right okay. before the buzzer. Well, let's talk to Robin. All right. Robin, did you watch Back to the Future? No, I did not. Okay. I mean, I did, but that was like years ago and... I was probably not doing fun things back then. So, yeah, I don't okay. really remember. She said it was um, Mar- uh, Michael J. Fox punching his father. Your thoughts? I'll just say yes. Okay. Oh, no, I have no clue. Uh, I asked, in what 1993 movie did weatherman Phil Connors punch insurance salesman Ned Ryerson? She said, Anchorman, your thoughts? I'm going to say yes. And then in uh, what 1974 movie does Alex Karras as Mongo punch a horse in the face? She said Blazing Saddles. Your thoughts? Okay, Blazing Saddles is about the only one I probably do know. So. Okay. okay. You go, Donna. All right, we'll just try it. If it doesn't work, we don't care, man. <laughs> but I do like you guys playing this game, so keep playing. All okay, right, cool. that's fine. All right, come on, Steve. Come we're wa- on, buddy, we're boo- waving at Steve. Come on. He's my baby, okay, boo the boo Earphones back in. My baby, baby and, and my buddy, boo. Oh. He's my baby, my buddy, my, my baby, baby, and my buddy, boo. boo. I was just watching boo. an undercover video of Eli Manning um, as uh, in like full prosthetics as Chad Powers trying out for the Penn State football team. That was fun. <laughs> that was hmm. cool. We got to work in that Baby Boo song into our movie, I think. And the, Spoiler alert. We'll talk about that today. Yeah? No? Okay. Spoiler alert. Bye now. Oh, wait. Uh, here we go, Steve. It's National Punch Day. These are famous punches from the movies. We'll start with this one. Who punches who outside the enchantment under the sea dance, thus saving the day in 1985's Back to the Future? Uh, Michael J. Fox hits Christopher Lloyd. And in what 1993 movie did weatherman Phil Connors punch insurance salesman... Ned Ryerson, you said Groundhog Day? Yep. In what 1974 movie does Alex Karras as Mongo punch a horse in the face? Wow, you don't see a lot of that. Um, sheesh. Probably Mongo, colon, the horse puncher. And <laughs> the well, first one, did yes. you get a guy named Randy? Nope. Uh, <laughs> I think we're going to go to a tiebreaker. I'll go over the answers with y'all. Um, the people I was looking for in Back to the Future, George McFly, the dad, punches Biff, the bully. Oh, Biff, that's what I meant. That's, I know what he looks like. Uh, okay, thus saving the day. Okay. Yeah. Remember Randy, the mean sort of like, uh, what do they call that? Not a puppet, but when it's a uh, marionette. Uh, the mean one from Pee Wee's Playhouse. He was like that young punk, red-haired kid, white t-shirt, jeans, was always mean to Pee Wee. I thought Randy was like the brother in A Christmas Story. I think that there can be more than one Randy. <laughs> and right, I'm that... Donna Valentine. Wait, wait, wasn't Randy the one of the sons, though, on Home Improvement? Yep, I think you're right. Um, okay, I was JTT, I love right? this game. This is a game within the game. It is.
Okay, uh, Steve got the next one right. Donna did not. It was Groundhog Day. Phil Connors is Bill Murray. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he has all those encounters with Ned Ryerson. It's and on one of them, doozy. he just punches him. Wait, so it was Anchorman? It was Groundhog Day. Oh. <laughs> but you got Blazing Saddles right, whereas oh. Steve said Mongo Colon the oh, Horse Puncher. that's funny. <laughs> so we're going to a tiebreaker. Oh, no. I'm going to play, and we can bring Robin back in. I'm going to play a clip from a movie. Okay. This movie is from 1998, and it goes like this. I want you to do me a favor. Yeah, sure. Steve. Steve. Fight Club. It is Fight Club. Damn it. Yes. He says, I want you to hit me as hard as you can, Damn. and he does. Boom. Oh, Robin. Spoiler. That's okay. I'm sorry, Robin. We still need a caller, so I called it. Thank <laughs> you, Rock and Robin. All right, girl. Guys, have a good uh, rest of your day. You bye, too. Robin. All right, bye, bye. Bye. She got a Katie K nine vibe to her. Yes, but I. But yet she's going out there with a briefcase, working Target corporate every day. I know. Wow. What a mystery. Um. <laughs> you know, speaking of that, you know, there's like a good rasp in your voice that makes you sound good on radio. Not to name drop again, but I obviously was at the Minnesota Broadcasters Hall of Fame as the esteemed MC over the weekend. And uh, Dave Lee, aforementioned, also said, I believe, he said, I was given advice by a guy once who said, you know what the secret is to being good in this business and radio is? He said, this is true. The guy said, cigarettes and whiskey. To which Dave Lee said, and Donna, tell me, this didn't make sense for me, but I laughed because I knew it made sense and I just didn't know the specifics in the show. He said, so I took his advice. Ever since then, I've been smoking like a chimney and drinking like Otis in the Andy Griffith show. <laughs> oh, Otis, wasn't he just the drunk in I the think Andy so, Griffith? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you, okay, thank you. Right, Did you see you the piece of mail that said uh, Dan Barrera was talking about you on his show yesterday, Steve, just singing your praises? Mm. Oh, how well, listen, it's, it's, all, it's all a circle of love here in the world of local broadcasting. Did you tell uh, Dan that you worked with me? No. Wow. That hurts. I no, but I was I was you know Dan and I we spoke for a little bit, but he he was there. He had family there, and so we just chatted. But I didn't want to belabor the point because I knew mm-hmm. he was probably thinking, "Who is this hairdo?" <laughs> you know, who's yeah, this, probably. Who is this dummy? So yeah, we just we just talked quickly, and then I went over and got to talk to and introduce myself to um, Guardsy Justin Guard, his uh, his producer, and so got to meet him, which was great. He's lovely, and so yeah, it was a good old time. Stick and you were like, I got a producer too. His name's DJ Rock Lobster. Ever heard of him? Well, actually, I was like, yeah. <laughs> over the last few years, we've had a series of about nine producers, none who ever has full time worked a full shift. Yeah, that's about right. Donna and I are very emotionally broken as a result of what's happened with our producer position over the last few years. Ever since Donna put her foot down and said, it's Ryan or me, and she got Ryan fired, since then, there's just been a little bit of upheaval. No, Donna? Um, yes. Donna didn't listen to a word I of did. What I did. You said upheaval, Ryan left, yada, yada, and print. <laughs> <laughs> I miss having part of you on the show. All right, I'm back. Here's the deal. Do you want some tips or are we out of time? <laughs> <laughs> no, we have, we have a minute yeah, or so. Yeah, do we? Yeah, we got like a, get them in in a minute or two. I don't think I have them ready. Okay, All why don't we right. take a break and do them after? Well, wait. What? I already deep teased something for 1045, and our listeners care deeply about our deep teases. Isn't that right, right. producer Rocco? Let's do that then, because I I don't have anything better than what we would encourage people to participate in. Rocco, 
Um, I'm, Aren't you going to hit the deep tease button? Oh, I did. Okay, here we go. Deep <laughs> Donna played a game in the car with mm. a group of people that helped to pass the time that she thought was really fun. She's going to tell us what that is, but I thought maybe we could open it up to call 651-641-1071. What's your go-to game when people are like, hey, Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I want to play a card game or something like that to pass the time. What's the game that you turn to? Because you might know about it and love it, but maybe others don't. So let's get some suggestions together. I love it. Shall. All right. We'll do that. Shall. There we go. We'll be normal when we come back. Hey, good morning. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Speaking of entertainment, I uh, was in the car a lot, road tripping with some friends on my way up to Massachusetts, and we got creative and played some games. Um, We're taking your calls if you have some suggestions for car games, 651-641-1071. You know, one of them I actually made up. Love that. Love that. So... This way, everyone can play, including the driver, and you're not just, you know, people in the back playing a game of cards, which we did, too. Um, My game I like to play, which we could also play on this show, actually. Mm -hmm. So you start off with any name of a celebrity. Let's say our category is celebrities. And I say Alec Baldwin. Then Rocco has to say a celebrity that starts with an N. Love this. Love this. And if you say Nina Simone, there you go. Now Steve gets the letter E. E. Emilio Estevez. There you go. He's a double. Does it reverse? Zendaya. Zendaya. Okay. And now you get an A. Let's, can we just keep playing? We need to see who loses this first. Okay. Okay. Army Hammer. Ryan Reynolds. He's Uh, a double E. Okay. Uh, Susan Sarandon. Nicholas Cage. Um, Steve? Wait, I have to go back to an E here, and I guess you, you should probably only get like five seconds, right? Um, no, oh I would say I would say you get about 15 seconds. Eric you, Roberts. Really? Yeah, because you got a lot of time to kill. Okay, um, okay I will say, um, oh gosh, uh, Shania Twain. And I will say, I've had <laughs> end twice now. I will say Nora Dunn of late 80s SNL. And now I have an N. Uh-huh. And I'm going to go with... Nick Jonas. Ooh, and I'm going to go with Sharon Stone. And I'm going to bring on L, who's on line one, who has <laughs> a car You get the idea, game. but can I say something okay, real fine. quick before we get to L? One of the fun things about that game is where you realize everyone's weakness <laughs> is like something that starts with a letter K, for example. <laughs> right. Then you can start strategizing when it's your turn. Oh my gosh, how do I come yeah. up with something that ends in a K so that she'll get eliminated? So it's a really fun game. And I, I can't think, believe you pulled out a Z. You went 
Zendaya, which was right in a really great call. I don't know Thank if that would have come to mind for me, Donna. So you could do this with anything. We did it with TV shows. We did it with movies. We did it with girls' names, whatever. Um, but it's super fun, and it passes the time. Elle's um, on line six. All right, L. Let's go to L. Hi, L. You're on the Don and Steve experience. What game do you love? Hi, how are you? Oh, we're doing so good. Thanks for asking. <laughs> we're doing great. Yeah, what's your go-to uh, game that you think is a blast? Sorry, what? What's your go-to game that you think is a blast? Okay, so in the car, this is strictly a car game. You can't really play it anywhere else. And it's really more of a Midwest game. It's called My Cows. So as you're like traveling through the plains of Midwest, obviously we see a ton of cows. So you, the driver, everybody can play. When you see a field of cows or even cows at all, you say, My Cows. And then you estimate how many cows there were, and then you get those points. And then if you pass a cemetery or a grave site or something like that, it can't be just a, like a flag on the highway kind of thing, but it has to be actually a cemetery. Then you can say, I kill your cows. And then the other person loses all their cows. <laughs> oh and you keep going and you get to decide if the game ends on the day that your road trip ends or if it's a cumulative game and you keep going until Hilarious. your whole trip ends. I've, and it's fun. I've never heard of that. And that is that is pretty fun I it's like, like a virtual game you know what was that game that people sims that whole thing yeah it's a lot yeah, like that a little bit and so <laughs> all right well, I got when you, like, you're <laughs> constantly <laughs> watching the road and it keeps everybody alert too because then everybody's watching to see what's going on I can it. i ask a question for rocco um could you also add you know if you go past a graveyard sure but a crematorium as he endorses <laughs> a local creamery um would, no, that's not whatever <laughs> uh could that count as well i cremate your cows uh, usually it's real cows and in fact i had to make this rule on my last road trip a couple weeks ago it can't be like statue cows it has to be real live cows okay oh, that's okay. great you have that's... to be able to see them to count them and yeah so... then what do you like are you just like uh 16 yeah, it's, it's a rough estimate, and the other person has to, like, agree to your number. You can't okay. just say, like, 100 cows, and there are only, like, 5 cows in the field. Right. Oh, like, okay, like I'll validate your cows. See, this is a game that is that truly was birthed. Thank you so much for the call. Yeah, this was thank birthed, you. Thanks, Al. Birthed out of boredom that only a drive through the plains of the Midwest can provide you. Like, that's you, you figure that game out in Iowa or Kansas. Right. This is wonderful. Right. This is fun. I, I see the potential for this game on our show. I really do. The- we used to play a game called that we created at camp when I was younger called Snickle Fritz. We just made the name up, but Snickle Fritz was you'd sit in a circle. Okay. And you had a ball, but you could do this in the car too. And if I said something like, I am going to bed, now you have to rhyme with that. And then we, and then it's similar to your celebrity game. There, you just have to go until someone can't find a way to rhyme with that. So you have to put it in a sentence. Okay. And then I am going to bed because I hit my head. And it doesn't have to be a pure story, but it's instead of like head, bed, dead, it just adds a little something. Um, so it's called Snickle Fritz. It's the rhyming game, and then whoever cannot continue the rhyme first is out, and then you whittle it down from a group of six to five, four, three, two, one. Cute. Adorbs. Is Rocco crabby today? I don't know. Um, the lobster is crabby. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Tom Waits song or something. Um, do you want more callers? Of course. Yes, please. Uh, here's Christy. Hey, Christy. Welcome to the Don and Steve experience. What's a game that Hello. you love playing? 
Uh, we play in the car the Walmart game. So what that is is you just look for Walmart trucks and then you get points depending on what color the cab is. Oh. Like what's so, a point system? White, Give me for yeah. instance. White cabs are only one point. Uh, red, yellow, and blue, and silver or gray um, are five points. And you can make up the points as you want. Um, my brother won at one time when he saw one with an American flag. My niece won at one time when she saw something with a, a purple camouflage. So it gets really interesting. Cute. Oh, wow. Okay, people the do Walmart get creative. Game. Yeah, that's really cool. Donna, did you play the alphabet game growing up? Mm, is it the same kind of concept of I say something that starts with the letter A, then you say B? No, this then... is when you're looking for on road signs. <gasps> oh, no, that's cute, though. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. You're looking for road signs, billboards, business names, etc. Not license plates, only for, I think, the letter X. Can you do a license plate? But then you would be like, uh, Aaron's window washing, A. Uh, Bob's billboards B, and then somebody else. You have to Cute. keep track of your own alphabet. And then usually someone can get ahead, but once they get to J or sometimes W, things can get tricky. a little tricky and you can sort of storm back. But yeah, the alphabet game. Super cute. We've got one more call. We'll let Alice have the last word. Good morning, Alice. Oh, hi. Well, Steve just mentioned the game I was going to play or tell you about. We called it in our suitcase. I passed, and then you did the alphabet, and we had seven children. Anyway, but like he said, when you get C, D, or F, or whatever, you're trying to remember all the things the other people had said, because you have to repeat every one. Oh. So we played in our suitcase, and we also played barb, uh, car bingo. I would make up sheets of bingo and say a cow, kids on a swing, yes. and out of state, license plate, and et cetera. Now, once oh. I played with my nieces, and I, I, we had a deer, and there was a dead deer in the road, and she said, oh, I got deer, I got bingo. And I said, I didn't want to lose, and I said, oh, no, it can't be dead, it's got to be moving. <laughs> oh, of course you did. You changed the rules. Notorious um, for that. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Thank you for sharing. That's, That's great. Cute. Yeah. Bingo. I've never heard of that. You know, and 20 questions is always a go-to. That's yes. always fun. We always do a couple of rounds of that, and then people are like, I quit. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> it's I hard. Like All right, and, and I also found a new card game called, you guys are probably familiar with it, but it's called Phase 10. I no, like I know this game. And it's kind of like Yahtzee with, basically with cards. It's, it's super fun. You go through different phases. Like the first phase, you need three uh numbers of the same numbers and four of a run of cards then the second phase will be something different oh sure it's similar like yahtzee you're my best friends guys it's fun to talk with each other (laughs) um hey when we come back a dirt alert and then james cameron with a big flex to fox i'll tell you what he said next